T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's Russell and Medhurst on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. Lots of it. Russell and Medhurst. You get three hours of it every day, 15 hours a week. That's all we ask. We appreciate all of you that participate. Man, I'll tell you what, for three or four weeks now, it's been all eight lines for most of the three hours. And that's a testament to you and your knowledge and participation. And the fact that you actually have it tuned in. So you know to call in. We appreciate it at 301-230-0980. We know you got a lot of choices out there. And we appreciate you making Russell and Medhurst part of your daily menu. Matty Ice is in the other side of the glass. Russell's across from me. I'm here. My name's Pete. He's Chris. That's Matt over there. You've got the introductions. Let's get introduced to you at 301-230-0980. Mr. Russell, a foggy, and I do mean foggy, Tuesday morning to you, my friend. Good morning, indeed, Mr. Pedro. Happy post-Halloween. Happy November 1st. How about that? How about that? Two months left to go in the regular year. Not in the regular season, uh, no doubt. Uh, But hope everybody had a happy and safe uh, Halloween. Kind of sucked for the kids in most of the area uh, throughout the DMV. uh, Rain on and off. I know at times, like I saw some trick-or-treaters uh, that came, you know, to me and they were, uh, you know, young kids dressed in, you know, the heavy raincoats and whatever. And there were times where it was coming down pretty good, you know, because if you waited until it got dark out, which is what most people do. When I was growing up on Long Island, um, and again, this is the early 80s, and my mom was an absolute paranoid freak. I, I have no idea how your mom was. Uh, when you were a kid, my mom was an absolute paranoid freak. She <laughs> would not allow us mm-hmm. to go out trick-or-treating in the dark. It was as soon as we came home from school, 
we changed, you know, into our costume or whatever the hell we did, and we went out, and, it, and as soon as it started to get dark, whew, back in the house. So it was new to me to have the experience of, no, 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 you wait until it gets dark yeah. to go trick-or-treating, right? So that's what they do in most neighborhoods, in most areas. Um, yesterday, you know, like, I don't know. People, I think, tried to get ahead of the rain a little bit, but it was like one of those inconsistent rains. Like it would rain a little, then it would stop, then it would lighten up, then it would be like medium or moderate or whatever. I hope everybody had a good time. I hope everybody got lots of chocolate to ruin your teeth uh, and add carbs and sugar to your body that you probably don't need. I know I don't need it. I am desperately, desperately, desperately trying to avoid the bag of candy that somebody, I think it was Jason uh, from the junkies brought him and left on the table. I don't know what your big did. Did did Lurch go trick or treating last night as uh, As, Lurch from the junkies? Lurch from the junkies. (laughs) Yeah. I, I, I don't know what your vice is. I like, like, look, Candy does not bother me in chocolate. any way. Shape, chocolate or form. crushes me. I mean, it's without question. Not it, all chocolate, though. Like, like you could have. I know you love peppermint mint patties or all that other York I mint like patties and all that stuff. Peppermint patties, yeah, beef patties, <laughs> beef patties. You name it. I, I see that stuff does not bother me. Like you could put whoppers in front of me. I don't care. You put a Reese's peanut butter cup? Oh, yeah. Oh, you put a Butterfinger? Nah. Oh, Butterfinger. Butterfingers are so good. The inside of the Butterfinger sticks to your teeth Uh, a little bit. And that kind of. It does. But, like, if I. What I'll do. See, I'm. I'm, When Kelly. Because Kelly didn't trick or treat. We went to um, our friends, uh, Mike and Lori Mm McIntyre, and we helped them. Kelly helped them uh, pass out candy last night. And. But what I would do when Kelly was trick or treating mm. is I would commandeer Kit Kats and Reese cups. I'd put them in the freezer, and eating a frozen Kit Kat or frozen Reese's uh, Reese cup is just nirvana. I don't know if I've ever really done that. Like, does that not hurt? Like, as you no. ch- as you sink no. into the Reese's cup, it no. doesn't hurt your teeth. Not at all. And you do it like it just solid enhance, frozen, yeah, or do you let it like well, freeze I mean, and then and then thaw a little? It bit? It doesn't really get to the point where you can't bite into it. It's just nirvana. It's like being a twenty-three year old at a dance, mm-hmm. you know, with like six to hundred guy to girl ratio. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you just love your odds of having a great experience when you put the Kit Kat or the Reese's cup right. in the freezer at right. that point. That's what I used to do. So I kind of I kind of miss the fact that. You know, she's 14 and, you know, really, really had no interest in trick-or-treating last night. She did dress up. Right. Had a mask. What did she, what did she wear? Uh, I forget what thing it was. It, it, was a, it was a mask that lit up like orange and everything, and she had a white shirt that had blood spots all over it. So, yeah. you know, very creative because uh, she she designed it on her own and everything. So, but, you know, it, it you know watching the kids and seeing their glee even in the rain showers right. uh, last night, you know, that's what it's all about. It's about a... You know, a night for the kids to run around and uh, have an experience, and uh, just got to be uh, careful. Go through to make sure if you're a parent, go through those bags of candy uh, because you just never know uh, what's out there uh, it, on it, a daily basis. It's, so it's weird that that's like still a thing. Oh but yeah, you, but you would. Ex- I mean, it should be a thing, right? Because people are more sadistic and and and. and 
I know, guess it's, I guess it's funny, it's funny you to say, each right. other. It's funny you say that. Um, my wife watches a ton of forensic files and all oh, these investigative yeah. shows oh, yeah. about you know uh, solving murders and all that other stuff. <laughs> Oh yeah, I and I joke when with I her, had a lot more time. I, I used to dude, watch I that stuff. I joke with her all the time mm-hmm. that she's just finding a way to plot the perfect way to make me disappear, <laughs> because she watches all these shows and everything like that. So she's seen every angle of this stuff, and I'm just like, <laughs> she's loading up the cyanide yeah, somewhere I mean, you know, in the garage. She she knows all she's got to do is so, as, somehow put something in my coke or whatever. As soon as it you is. don't work seventeen jobs, when you drop down to fifteen paychecks. <laughs> <laughs> You're done, Mister. You know, I mean, it's just, I'm taking your ass out. But uh, but watching, and 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 she hates it when I kind of like watch it over her shoulder or something like that. But I watch some of these things and I listen to some of the things that go on. I'm like, there are some really sadistic, terrible people yeah. out there. Yeah, there really are. So you know, you it's it's unfortunate. It's the pro, it's the byproduct of the world that we live in now. And unfortunately, it's not becoming a better place, um, you know, on a daily basis. We've got to do our best to try and make it a daily, uh, you know, a, a better place daily. If more people did that, you know, we, we'd have less of this stuff. But it, it was just it, it it's just a byproduct now. You know, you read too many stories. You know, once in a, if it's once in a blue moon, yeah. you know, that, that kind of happens. But it just happens too much. On a regular basis. But I, I remember, though, when I was a kid, maybe, again, it was my mom being just an absolute paranoid nut job, and she was every bit the part. If you think I'm crazy, oh, my God, you you should have seen my mother growing up. Well, you know, oh she my. kept you from doing bad things, so well, you know, look at it that, that way. That is true. But did she, she was, ever Did she ever have to come get you out of jail? No. No. Okay, there you no, go. No, because she beat my ass. Well... I mean, she would literally stomp a mud hole in me if I did. If Same I it. if if I moved something at somebody's house, mm-hmm. if I moved a toy or something that belonged to somebody, and I put it in the wrong place, she'd probably. Well, she she wouldn't actually beat me, but the threat. Listen, she was she's Russian. She had a hot temper. She grew up in a very combative family and lifestyle that's all she knew she just she just knew how to intimidate and threaten whatever anyway i was paranoid i was petrified she was paranoid i was petrified anyway my mom like would would like like you said go through every piece of candy that you got like with her fingers basically on sure. the outside of the package just making sure that there wasn't like a straight edge razor blade or something so even 30 what, five years ago, 30 you know, to 40 years ago, depending on what year we're talking, people were you know, afraid of that type of stuff, right? Now, like you said, I, I mean, it's funny. I never really thought, I, I guess I didn't really know about like powders or substances or, or, or you know, that type of stuff. It was always like, okay, could they put like a needle or could they put a razor blade or could they put something sharp in your chocolate so that if you put it in your mouth – You'd carve your mouth up. Well, hold up, because actually I was 20 when my mom came out and told me, because she used to do the exact same thing. She used to go through, she would uh, tell us to leave our candy downstairs and then go to bed, and she'd go through everything. I was 20 when I found out that, and I might be outing a couple parents here, they would go through my candy and figure out what candy they wanted and then hide that. 
And I was well, like, wait, well, wait, yeah. wait, well, what? Yeah, yes. Absolutely. You're, you're, there's a tax? There's yeah, a Halloween? I did not know that until I was 20, and I was like, okay. Absolutely there's a parent's tax. What do you... You got to oh, remember, though. slow down. You got to remember, that, you, the, you grew up... At, you're in a, metropo- a major metropolitan area, yeah. so you got a chance to get a lot of candy. The chances that you're going to miss a couple of Reese Cups or Kit Kats or something like that, you're not going to miss a couple but of those that's things. that's the thing. My mom told me that. She was like, oh, yeah, there was never any issues. Okay, and like, if did, stuff was unwrapped, we'd throw it out. But did you get to eat any of your candy, chocolate, or whatever, actually before they went and rummaged through it one and checked piece. it. Uh, I would be That's able to I'd pour everything so out and I'd get Halloween, one piece. So on Halloween, that was it? One, one piece? piece of candy. They'd go through everything, and okay. then all of a sudden, it was like, wait, this feels so, a pound lighter. So that's a little rougher, okay? But listen, there is a parental tax to everything. Okay, let me give you a perfect example, not Halloween division, but along the lines. If I, and, and, and this is me being cheap, and a also not always wanting to eat what my kids eat. If I buy a meal for my kids, you know, at fill in the blank restaurant, fast food restaurant, whatever, and I don't get anything to eat, you damn skippy, I'm getting the dad tax. That means a tater tot from Sonic. <laughs> that means a French fry or two from. Wendy's or Burger King or McDonald's. Over tea. Or, Come on, give your dad a French fry. Or, or a bite. Or like what I'll do is, you know, I'll be like, you want to let your dad just taste that to make sure that, you know. Now, now obviously my kids are older now, so I don't do that necessarily uh, as much anymore. But you absolutely, if I buy, like when I go to Ohio or when Tyler comes here or whatever, if he's getting tater tots, I'm absolutely stealing a tater tot or two, and it's just called the dad tax. I mean, it's the same basic principle. I mean, like if your kids come back with a with a pillowcase or a basket or a bucket full of uh, chocolate and candy, I'm putting all the whoppers, all the the nerds, all the whatever nonsense back in the damn bucket or in the pillow sack, and I'm taking. Almost every Reese's peanut butter cup and Butterfinger and Twix that there is. Absolutely. Kit Kat's good too, but Twix, Butterfinger, and Reese's peanut butter cup are probably my one, two, three. Like three stars of the night. And mm. absolutely, you, you can't. Here's the thing though you can't take all of them because then, then the kid knows not only did you check rummage through it, but you also stole their candy and then they're pissed. And then they're mad. So you have to take a bunch of it without taking all of it, right? That's the game. That, I mean, that's the that's the trick you play. Sure. Um, speaking of three stars, yep. let's start here. Uh, by the way, nobody hit the Powerball last night. Let's go up, up $1.2 billion, which means the lump sum option, Chris, $596 million. Mm. That's because I did not play it last night. I didn't so, either. Um, so, so when's the next drawing? Thursday? Wednesday? You know? No idea. Matt, um, can you look that up? When's the next drawing of the Powerball? And, and Powerball is like what, thirteen or fourteen states or something like that? Yeah. Maybe it's more. So it I could end know. up it could end up going a lot higher than that. Is that Virginia and Maryland and D C it's everywhere. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. Okay. All right. So Think I, about I, that. I've, I've got to get involved in that because I will tell you this. I love doing the radio show. I, I don't I don't love commuting. I don't think anybody does. I fall asleep 
pretty much every day on my way home, uh, which is scary, uh, or not off or whatever. I, I don't love getting up at 5.45 in the morning. I do enjoy doing the radio show with you guys. Wednesday. Wednesday. Okay, yeah. and it is multi-state, right? It's everywhere, so anybody can buy it. All right, so I got to get some. I, I, I would say this, right? If I won the Powerball, I would take the lump sum, right? What would you say, $596 million? Mm-hmm. And that's pre-tax or post-tax, do you know? Well, if it's I guess one, that I guess that would, would be it would have to be that after would be pre-tax, if it, right? Like if if the Powerball if is I like win one point two billion and right? I take the lump sum of five ninety six, then you would have to get I taxed. Would, on that, that, I would right? say you're giving up thirty percent of the five thirty to forty percent of right. the five ninety six. All right, so you know you're roughly at three hundred three hundred and fifty million. Let's just call it that. Yeah. Right. So three hundred fifty million take home. You know what I would do? Would you do the show? Yeah, I'd do it from home, though. you do it from home. I sure as hell would do it from home, okay. I can tell you that. Uh, would you, you do know it, what I would do? You would do it every day? You know what I'd do? I might go to Odyssey and say, hey, the the Team 980 is now Mine. R- Russell the, and Medhurst Radio. The, the Pete 980. That's right. The Pete 980. Okay? You're going to so, have so Navy if, games. If it was the Pete 980, you wouldn't fire me? No, I'd let you. I'd let you. I'd let you. I'd, I'd only. I'd give you. I'd only make you work an hour a day. I'd, I'd pay you. Well, let me. Let me. Let me reduce Russell to an. Okay. Um. <laughs> we would have. Look, if it were up to me on the Pete 980. Uh-huh. Um. We would. We would have. Uh, uh. We would certainly keep the the bullet. Well, the, the Wizards. Uh, they're always going to be the bullets to me. Um. You know, we'll keep Georgetown. We'll keep Maryland. Um. We'll do some high school sports. Uh, on Tuesdays or Fridays when there's no caps conflicts or anything like that, Matt would be full-time. He'd actually get health benefits. Mm-hmm. And it would just be uh, whatever we felt like all day long. And, you know, maybe we'd give – hell, maybe we'd – how about this? Maybe we'd give Paulie and Sabah an hour Ooh. at midnight every night. How about at that? midnight? I mean, that, that – Paulie and I mean, Paulie, I think, midnight. could handle that because Paulie doesn't seem to – I don't know. I don't know what Paulie does. I get Paulie. I mean, Doctor Sabah's got a legitimate like profession and career. True, she's probably making five hundred ninety-six million a year right I mean, now. Listen, some of her road trips and family vacations Absolutely. would strongly indicate but that. Think about that. We'd give Paulie and Sabah midnight. Um, we could give. We could have other listeners compete for an hour. Would you have the smell test still? Sure. Sure. Would the smell test take three I'd, I'd hours on the sharps? I'd have the grocery man in the morning. <laughs> I'd keep him in the morning. You do. How about that? The you Pete nine eight. You do Sheehan by himself from six to nine still, Love or it. or yeah, would you sure. add somebody? Sure. Would no. you add somebody to the mix? No, I think Kevin likes working by himself. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, I don't know. Unless about you that. want to look, I know you've dreamed about working with him. Right, 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 right. Well, uh, yeah, here's what I haven't dreamed of. Work waking up even earlier than I'm already waking up. Well, it's true, but I mean, if you, do, but I'd let you all work from home. Yeah, but still, man, waking up at five in the morning or That's whatever is, uh, you know, I, well, I mean, I wake up at five forty-five ish. How about that? Five hundred ninety-six million dollars. Mm. The Pete nine eighty. I like that brand. Pete nine eighty. How about that? Would Jason, you, would Jason you Barrett. Give, Jason Barrett be writing all kinds of articles about the Pete nine eighty about you, how that would came you up. Give landfill. His own show. He's uh, see. He's already he's already doing his own show over on 106.7 The Fan <laughs> from ten to two. From ten to two. Ah, uh, so uh, would you give Jazzy Jeff Walker 
his own show. Already doing or is his that own still show. Still included. Yeah, he's he's already doing his own show. Would you uh, simulcast Grant and Danny in the afternoons and put Hoffman and Doc and Linnell together? We could do that possibly in middays. Yeah, we could we could do that. We could have Craig do live reports from uh, Washington Spirit team <laughs> headquarters. We'd have beat reporters for every team. That's how we would do this. On the Pete 980, we would have beat reporters for every team in D.C. Would would C.K. still be the boss? Of, of or, course, or, I'd, I'd absolutely, I'd but absolutely. You'd be, but you'd be, he'd be basically. I would your, be the Elon Musk right. of the t- of the Pete 980. He'd basically be your B, right? No, I mean because I, see, because I, you, I don't look at it that way. I would work alongside him. Uh huh. I wouldn't. I, I would never look. Would at you it the buy other way. an FM? Would, would you buy a better phone system than we have? One hundred percent. Okay. One hundred percent. So we wouldn't have the phone monster tapping people out. You, you at wouldn't get. Minutes. You wouldn't get. You know. You, you wouldn't get the fifteen would, minute monster. Would you buy an? <laughs> would you buy an FM signal, or would you uh, still again cater it towards the Odyssey app? Uh, well, if I bought if I bought it from Odyssey, then it wouldn't be under their oh, window anymore. True, true, true. I would have the Pete app. The, the Pete nine eighty app. The Pete nine eighty app. You know, so you'd go it independent, lone wolf style. Sure, I'd be like, "Hello, everybody. This is Pete <laughs> on the Pete 980." Coming up, I think that's what we should rename Coming the radio up, show. A replay. Hey, CK, if you're listening, can you text me to let me know if it's okay that we now start referring to this radio station, this fine heritage, <laughs> legendary radio station that it used to be WRC. That John Thompson once used to roam and Hell, he used to do news on ab- the station. Absolutely, this heritage station in Washington D.C., one of the most important markets in America. Instead of the Team 980, no longer ESPN 980, which my my jacket, my pullover jacket, yeah, I see that uh, says from long ago. Nope, it is now the Pete 980 and the Pete 980 app. That'd be all right st- with me. Can we start calling speaking it? Can of, we start calling that during nine to noon? Yeah. Speaking of three stars, the goalie that took the L last night was probably the number one star. Also coming up in touchdown at ten, we've already seen more pre-trade deadline activity than we've seen in quite some time in the NFL. The clock is ticking now. A little over six six and a half hours left on the NFL trading deadline. Contenders are making deals. Will your Washington team make a deal today? We'll discuss that starting in touchdown at 10. It's Russell and Medhurst. We're underway on a post-Halloween Tuesday right here on the Team 980 and streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 
I don't think there's any question last night if you watch Caps Carolina, Darcy Kemper was the uh, number one star in this game because Washington could have easily lost this game 5-2, 6-2. Uh, Kemper, brilliant. Capitals taking penalties late. Shorthand. I mean, they're, they're shorthanded in terms of their quality right now, missing uh, a lot of people. Okay. Any, any night they get a point right now against a really good club like Carolina is a blessing considering what they're missing every night out there right now. So Darcy Kemper last night, Chris, exactly last night's game was exactly why you acquired him. 35 was large between the pipes to help them steal a point last night down in Carolina, at least in my opinion. Absolutely. No doubt about it. Uh, you hit the nail right on the head. Um, what do you have, 30, uh, I think it was 33 saves, 32 saves, something like that. I have to double check. Um, you know, e- even the goals that, th- I mean, even the goals that he let up, right, they were down one nothing early, uh, you know, to Carolina, I, quite honestly, even before I, I, I turned on the game. But, you know, it, shorthanded, they've been much better on the penalty kill. The, I mean, the first goal shot, like, just inside the point, and there's all sorts of traffic I mean, from behind the goaltender in the replay that I saw, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know if Kemper could have even – I don't even know if Kemper saw it, right? I mean, just sometimes that happens in hockey where you get, you know, a couple of guys right in your line of vision. And actually, now that I think about it, wasn't it tipped? I think it was tipped on – the. yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah, I'm just watching it again now. Uh, it was it was deflected. It wasn't even the sh- the true shot from Burns. I forgot about that. So it was the shot from the point. There were three bodies in front of him, and it was deflected. So then the Caps take the two one lead. Of course, Ovechkin, uh, you know, getting seven eighty five, uh, and uh, that was after uh, uh, Strom had tied it up at one one on a nice effort crash in the net and getting the first goal. And then Kemper, listen, I mean, like you said, I I don't know if Ilya Samsonov or uh, Vitek Vanacek couldn't have done that for one night, right? I don't know if on their best night, maybe they could have done what Kemper did last night. The question is, is like it is with everything, like it is with Taylor Heineke, like it is with every athlete, can you do it consistently? And... Kemper, no matter what you think about his past history and whatever his numbers were before getting to Colorado, and I know, you know, on this show, I said last year at the start of last NHL season, I said, well, the Colorado Avalanche to Stanley Cup chances will come down to Darcy Kemper. I said, you know, career, he's got some good numbers, but he's been with bad teams. He's never played in a lot of big spots, and uh, they won a Stanley Cup. And then the Caps, you know, obviously uh, signed him. So here we basically, look, they won a game in Nashville the other night on Saturday night after getting shut out in Dallas on on Thursday. Like you said, Pete, they're playing without half of their team. No T.J. Oshie long-term, it it seems. Uh, Connor Brown is out long-term, it seems. Tom Wilson, Nicholas Backstrom, we know are out long-term. And no John Carlson last night. That's five significant I mean, dudes. Five. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 four forwards that are potential top two line yes, guys. Yes. And arguably the guy that's supposed to be your right. best defenseman. And 
you know, if you look at it like just just from this standpoint, they weren't the best defensive team to begin with. And how many times have you said, and you're right, I mean, listen, John Carlson's a very good offensive defenseman. He's never been a great defensive defenseman. At times he's fine, solid defensively, and at times he's – Leaking a lot of oil. Sure, and sure. He's just like, like, what do you, what do you? I mean, say? the film doesn't, the film doesn't yeah. lie. Uh, I forgot the term that you use uh, to describe John Carlson, but it, it's a good one. Um, God, I was just thinking about it, and now I'm drawing a blank. But your point being is that John Carlson's not a lockdown blue liner. I mean, no. it's just not his game. Which, which is, which is why it's vital that you have those top six forwards that mm-hmm. you're missing mm-hmm. right now from the lineup. So like mm-hmm. I said, anytime you can escape a Carolina, mm-hmm. a Dallas on the road, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to have opportunities with Tampa coming up. Mm-hmm. Any of these good teams that you can escape with even a point right now. Yeah. It's you're just those are bonus points. Yes. Because Kemper you made... are not equipped, you are not equipped to play any of those teams exactly. fairly right now. Especially on the road. But even at home. And you know, we'll find Vegas is, you know, I even though they didn't make the playoffs last night, come right back tonight. Now, tonight probably Kemper won't play, right? I, but Charlie Lindgren's been okay. He's been great. He's, He's been, been fine. You know, Lindgren's been great. I mean, Kemper made two monster saves on Halloween. Yeah. In the final minute of the game on the penalty kill that it's hard to imagine. You know, like we talk about Heineke and what he does that Carson Wentz couldn't do and can't do. And I, I will talk about it more and we'll keep talking about it because I think it's more than fair. Kemper in the last minute last night, one short side and one on a wraparound on the penalty kill. Honestly, I don't know if Vanacek and or Samsonov, I mean, maybe, 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 maybe occasionally they make that save just because, like, occasionally a blind squirrel finds a nut. And I'm not trying to cut those guys down. But the bottom line is, is Brian McClellan and Peter Laviolette knew that consistently they were not getting a top-notch effort to bail out a leaky defense, right? Mm-hmm. It's 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 a defense that is not stone-cold, lock you up, shut you down, put a blanket on Car you. Car still runs, but it leaks oil. Right. And, you know, that's just that's just who they are. You need a guy to bail you out, Yeah, quite honestly. Goalie's and that's exactly what Darcy Kemper did last night. That's exactly what he did last night. Again, they their goaltending in their mind was so bad that they said, hmm, two restricted guys – Two guys that have potential, two guys that we've had here, two guys that know us, two guys that have been in the building. We know them. And I always told you they were they were out mentally on Ilya Samson. I mean, they thought he was a bird brain. Um, now, he matured a little bit, okay, a little bit. But trust me, they, they, they were way down on him for a while. And they went out and said, nope, not, not even one of these guys mm-hmm. we're going to try and bring back. No, we're going to – I mean, obviously, Kemper was number one on their hit list, and for good reason, right? Size, athleticism, experience, uh, you know, coming off of a Stanley Cup win. Sometimes you can get fat and happy in that regard. Doesn't look like Darcy Kemper, per se, is just like, oh, okay, I've made it. I've, I'm done. I've, no, I've signed the big contract. The thing contract. with Kemper is Kemper's not going to be rattled. Like, right. those two – you could rattle yes, those two. I agree. I agree. And – you it, at their at the caps level, you can't afford 
to give away games because they're rattled early in a game mm-hmm. and they get you behind. I agree. Or they give up the soft goal somewhere. You're just playing too many good teams in your division, in your conference, night in and night out for the most part, where you play the most you, you, know, you play obviously teams in your conference more, but you can't afford to give away eight, ten points during the course no. of the season because those cats are rattled between the pipes. It's, there's just not that great a difference right now, um, you know. In my mind, eight to ten points. You give away eight to ten points. That could be that could be missing the playoffs uh, or making the playoffs. In particular, with the injury situation, even before Connor Brown got hurt and Oshie and Will or Oshie and Carlson got hurt, just missing Wilson and Backstrom right. the first couple of months of the season. Right. You can't afford to give away points because Hagelin, people are right because people are rattled. Yeah. Okay. It's and and that's that's where I believe management was on those two netminders. Well, and and it was like a 50-50. particularly late in a game too, right? I yeah. mean, we keep going back to Game Four of the Panthers series last year where they were up two games to one. And up a goal late, game four at home, and about to take a three to one. They were about to take command of a series they and were. a three to one. And you know, and and maybe it wasn't his fault, but you know, they let up a, a goal from the blue line or just inside the blue line, if memory serves me correct. And then they and then they give up the goal in overtime, right? And all of a sudden the series is radically changed and they never recovered from right. that. And it's late. Again, the two saves that uh, Kemper made in the final minute on the penalty kill, not that you get a goaltender specifically for that, but those are the situations that you get a goaltender, a a, a significant investment. It's like starting pitching, right? I don't love to spend a lot of pitching, uh, a lot of money on starting pitching because they always break down and they're inconsistent and they only help you one one time every, every five days. But man... When you need that big start, when you need that stopper, when you need seven strong innings, eight innings of you know two run ball, one run ball, three hits, so that your your bullpen gets a little bit of a break, a little bit of a breather, so that a team doesn't think that they can just pile and compile hits and and run off two or three wins in a row or whatever. It's like the quarterback in football. Obviously, it's like the point guard, I guess, in basketball or the or or, or the. You know, whatever analogy you want to use, you need that guy to cover up for some of your blemishes. The other thing, too, is and when, when you don't have uh, Oshi, he's a maestro in shootouts, as we know. So when it gets to the skills competition, you need to have him out there. Yeah. I mean, he's just as, as good as it gets. He's a Johnny Maestro. Kuznetsov. <laughs> Oh, 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 I mean, Kuznetsov. If you're yes. the goalie. Yes. <laughs> he's like, do, 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 how do, 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 do you do, just do, do, remain do, 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 do. patient and wait yeah. and wait? Kuzi, I mean, Kuzi just, I'm watching this and I'm like, man, he's really going slow. Because yeah. obviously there's no time. Yo. There's no time. No. Constraint on what you do here. I mean, he goes all the way out far right. to the to the wide right, like as he crosses and the I know blue Locker, line. Locker loves to count the touches. Yeah, uh, you know when when he does that, and he, I mean, it it has to mesmerize the yeah. goalie. If you stop, if you wait and you make a stop on Kuzi, it is a well earned stop because right. Kuzi, as much as it is a physical thing, he mentally. 
is trying to get inside yes. your nugget. Oh, absolutely. With, with all the pre-shot shenanigans. And I mean, listen, Cozy himself is a little bit of a uh, eccentric personality. Sure. A lot sure. of bit of an eccentric personality. That's the nicest way I can say it. So he knows how. You know, he's wired, so he's trying to basically bleep with the other guy and make them – it's almost like if you – again, to use another sports analogy, right, if you're at the plate against Max Scherzer and you keep stepping out of the batter's box calling timeout and the home plate umpire gives it to you, you know, you're trying to to break his pace. You're trying to break his momentum. You're trying Mm -hmm. to break his rhythm. It's almost like exactly what Kuzi does. Listen – Bottom line, listen. They're only five, four, and one. They won two out of uh, out of the four games on the road trip and got a point in the other. Sure, they were blanked by the stars. Okay, that's going to happen. To go on a four game trip, as beat up as they are, and and now even more beat up again. Carlson's day to day. I don't know if he'll play tonight. Looks like Osha's going to be gone for. You know, a couple of weeks, maybe more. I don't know. Looks like Connor Brown might be gone for the rest of the year or a large part of the year. Uh, again, don't know enough about that. They're not forthcoming in that regard. To be five, four, and one through ten games, to be five, four, and one through ten games, including that four-game road trip, to have started zero and two. Yeah, remember that they lost Boston, Toronto, uh, the first two games. With all the injuries, with all the everything, you'll take it. Absolutely. No doubt about it. Speaking of uh, taking it and not liking it, the Wizards last night with Philly uh, in town, James Harden, a James Harden sighting, and not necessarily for scoring. It's not like he crushed you scoring, but he killed you as a dime dropper last night. We'll give you the details next. Touchdown at 10. We start to examine the six hours that remains. NFL trade deadline. Teams have been making deals left and right. Washington hasn't. Should they be involved today trying to get some enhancements for their club? Or or should they be sellers? 301-230-0980. We'll start taking your calls on that in touchdown at 10. We'll hit the Wizards and Sixers next. Right now, Chris tells us what's trending. Yeah, it was not a good performance by the Wizards last night. An 18-2 run by the Sixers to close out the third quarter. Pete just talked about James Harden. Nothing was working defensively. Third loss in four nights for the Washington Wizards. Obviously, third loss in a row. Meanwhile, as we just mentioned, the Caps back home tonight for the Vegas Golden Knights after stealing a point last night against a very good Carolina Hurricanes team. If you missed any of our conversation, Caps fans, uh, hit the rewind feature on the Odyssey app, Team 980. Monday night football last night, a one-sided affair. The Cleveland Browns trounce uh, Jeff and Vienna's Cincinnati Bengals and uh, Joe Burrow, uh, despite a little late comeback uh, to make it a little bit better. Cleveland was up 25-0 at one point in the second half. Commanders and NFL trade deadline, 4 o'clock Eastern time today. Doesn't look like they're going to do much of anything major. Maybe still get a deal done for William Jackson. The Ravens acquiring Roquan Smith yesterday afternoon from the rebuilding Chicago Bears. All of that to come during touchdown at 10 and much more on the Heineke Hive and why we love or hate Taylor Heineke. We won't get to that. All coming up, Russell and Matt Hurston. That's what's trending. Three one two three zero zero nine eighty. 
Russell and Medhurst on a Tuesday morning post-Halloween. Foggy out there in a lot of the area. Please be very careful if you're driving out there. Last night, the Wizards are up 69-68 on Philadelphia. And you're, you know, you're, you're, you're at that point in the game, you're at least liking where you're at. You know, Philadelphia expected, obviously, you know, to, to be a top team uh, in the Eastern Conference. You're, you're right, you know, where you want to be. You're at home. And at that point, Philadelphia hits a nitrous, ox, uh, nitrous oxide button, and essentially the game was over. I mean, it was like a, a, an 18-2 to two run in the blink of an eye, and it was James Harden... The Disher, not James Harden, the Swisher. But there was, I mean, there was one sequence where Harden is double teamed down on the baseline and he splits the double team for like a five foot bank shot. I mean, that just can't happen. It can't happen. You can't give up that kind of shot to Harden when you've got him double teamed on the baseline in that situation. And James shot it well last night. I mean, 8 of 17 for him at this point in his career is good. He didn't get to the line a ton. Normally, James, the guy in his past, get their double digits against a team like the Wizards that doesn't play any defense. But James Harden gave you floor game last night. Mm-hmm. He gave you seven different defensive rebounds. He gave you 17 assists in the game last night. And that, I mean, to me, his playmaking and use of getting the ball to Tobias Harris down low when they had uh, – you know, matchups. Tyrese Maxey continues to be a terrific player. Mm-hmm. Love Tyrese Maxey. Montrez Harrell gave him key buckets in that third quarter run when they got away from Washington. And oh, by the way, by the way, did I mention Montrezl, you mean? Yeah, Mon- yeah. <laughs> Montrezl. Um, and did I mention that there was there was that other guy was not playing last night uh for Philadelphia. Their their best player. The best uh, player would, may have been missing last night. That would be uh, Joel Embiid. So that's why I, last I mean, to night, lose by – I mean, quite honestly, to, I, like Harden was great last night, to your point. Like all of what you just – and I know exactly the play that you're talking about. They had him double teamed, pinned on the baseline, low box area, and mm-hmm. he literally split them like uh, like you would split your pants. Yeah. You know, uh, if, you, you know if you're wearing a tight pair of pants. Um, to lose by seven at home. To a Sixers team without Joel Embiid, uh, you know, I, and 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 again, and look, I, 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 I understand mean, the Wizards are not healthy. I got it. No Kispert, uh, you know, um, um, no, um, um, who's his name? I can't. I mean, remember that without, they lost I mean, last look, week. I mean, again, the guys that you know ran, what I'm talking about. yeah, but the guys that ran, the guys that ran out there last night for them, okay. That they should be able to win this game. Yeah, I mean, Porzingis was great. Yeah, he was. Porzingis was great. All right, so you're who, getting who, who, what you're supposed to from Porzingis. So who wasn't great last night? Beal, the, the bench. Right? Well, that and the bench. I, I mean, the Philly's bench was bench, pretty good Philly's early bench, on. Philly's bench in yeah. the, in that second in that third quarter. Philly's yeah. bench was great. Yeah. Georgie Niang had a terrific game last night. My guy from Iowa State. He was fantastic for them. I mean, and look, there's minutes available on the bench for Washington right now. There are guys that you know. There there are guys that that have minutes. I mean. That have minutes of, I mean, Denny, Denny's got to play better. Yeah. Denny's got to play better. I mean, it, it, it's, it's, 
It's a fact. I mean, the last three games, uh, I didn't get to see a, really any of the Celtics game. I just saw the highlights, and there was just three point, three point, three point. You know, just wide open. I mean, looks six, what Celtics are dropping. I, I mean, mean, Celtics are dropping wide open jump shots right. from all Since over the they, court. And 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 it happened again last night at times, and obviously it's going to happen from time. And the Pacers, the Pacers, not only hit, uh, you know. I mean, had some wide open looks on Friday night, but also they were they were doing whatever they wanted yeah, around the, the basket the, too. In that third quarter run, the Sixers were scoring everything right. fifteen foot and right. in. Right. I mean, it was there was no resistance. Tobias Harris is at the rim. Right. Okay. Well, that's what He's, I'm saying. I mean, it's not one thing. It's it's like both things. You know, both things are getting shredded. Right. And since they lost Elon Wright, uh, which happen to coincide with this three-game losing streak and three terrible defensive performances in a row. After the, uh, I mean, they lost him during their last win last Tuesday night against the Pistons. Since then, they have n- not even been close to the same defensive team. Yeah, right. Right, a guy probably could have gone and and done some business with Harden at least, trying to yeah. to provide some resistance. Uh, against James last night in some capacity, but it, it's it's a disappointment because it was the Sixers part of most of their second unit that was was you know with Harden that was kicking your rear end um, in that run. Let's go to line two and our man Rod. What's up, Rod? Hey, what's up, fellas? How y'all doing? What's going good, on, my Rod? man? Good. All right. So look, um, I be you know me and my coworkers. You know, be talking, kicking this subject around about the Wizards. You know, to me, I, I think the Wizards' problem, man, that they having is Bradley Bill. And, and the reason why I say Bradley Bill is because Bradley Bill get paid like a top player, but he's far from that. Like, I mean, he, he's a guy. He's nice. He's okay. You know, he's a good player. But you know, in basketball. In, in, in a lot of other sports, but in basketball, man, the team normally goes uh, at the pace of their best player. You know, and, and Bradley Beal, like like a couple of nights ago when they played Cleveland, the sequence was Bradley Beal, it was the, the end of the game, Bradley Beal turned the ball, ball over. I think Porzingis missed two free throws, and then Kuzma came back and missed a free throw. These are your big three. You know, and in and, and, and three consecutive, <laughs> like, things that, that none of them scored. You know, so and, and 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 the guy from Cleveland just took over the game. Uh, the guy just got traded for Don, Donovan, Donovan Mitchell. Yep. So I mean, right? So Bradley Bill is not a take over the game guy, and I think in the NBA you have to have that because when you look at all the good teams, they have that guy that does that. And and Bradley Bill, you know, with all the money, I, I told people, I said, you know, if if the Wizards had a straight up trade, in my opinion, with Bradley Bill and Demar Derozan. I think we'd just be better because because it's it's just Bradley Bill is not that guy that say give me the ball, move out the way, I'll take this game over. And and when he does try to do it, he would dribble the ball off his feet, you know, uh, miss a layup. It's just it's just that's the Wizards' problem, I believe, man. They just need they need a superstar on that team, and that superstar is not Bradley Bill. Rod, appreciate the call. I mean, it's if you if you follow Twitter every night, people that observe the game, watch the Wizards, love them. Like you know, I mean, I don't I don't know you're going to find two guys in our building, uh, bigger Wizards fans than Funny Danny and I, uh, of all the people in the building. I think Flame likes the NBA too, but you know, again, we love this team. We want this. I mean, this is a game you have to win when the Sixers are missing Joel Embiid. You just have to win that game. 
last night. But and, it starts with better defensive effort. Yeah, right? and don't I, be I surprised. Mean, don't be surprised if Wes right now turns to Taj Gibson mm-hmm. for some of those backup front court minutes yeah. right now. You only played three minutes. Yeah, last you night. need you need you need somebody to play a little tougher right now. Yeah. Gafford at the rim got fouled one time last night. Didn't get the call, and he's not going to get the call. I mean, look, the NBA uh, NBA officiating is an absolute joke. Okay, I I am a basketball official. I love officiating and I love basketball, but there's a WWE element to NBA officiating every freaking night in this league, and it's god awful. You know, guy gets love tapped by a Wizards player at one end. Wizards player goes down to the other end just because it's a nondescript guy like Daniel Gafford. He gets hit in the face. No call. I mean, it's brutal, but you have to accept it in this league. We see it every night. It's not just here. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. So what does that mean? That means, like Rod said, your signature players have to make their signature moves and make their signature shots. And when they don't do that, you're not going to beat anybody. Just like Donovan Mitchell took over that game in Cleveland. When you needed a bucket, when when... When Philadelphia was on that run, that's when Brad's got to go get that ball. He and Porzingis got to play a two-man game. Or Kuzma and Porzingis. Somebody. Somebody's got to go make a shot and stop that run. And nobody stopped that run, unfortunately, last night. NFL trade deadline, six hours away. Jerry Jones says the Cowboys are pursuing some things. Will Washington pursue anything perhaps outside of William Jackson III being moved? We'll discuss it next. 301-230-0980. It's Russell and Medhurst, 9 to noon, every day right here on the Team 980 and streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.